now recording. Yeah. No, I don't think the the actual character model in Curse City. I don't think that's um like the the model in the Curse City board game. I don't think that's the characters from the actual book. In the Curse City board game, like characters are they are they like actual models? Like, can they be used in an actual game of AOS? Oh yeah, no. Um, a lot of the Curse City, Probably. their vampires are a, a specific dynasty in the game. For yeah, that's, that's like cool. yeah, Curse City is so. Hang on, let me see if I can find. I'm not gonna lie. Every single time Craig pops up and like says his thing, I like kind of shit myself. It's very uncomfortable. Like just yeah, it's just like the hum to his voice. He's just like, uh, yeah, uh, exterminate, yeah. exterminate. Okay, well, um, as we hell? do this, um, everybody, welcome. I am Hi, one of everybody. your hosts. I'm one of your hosts, Mitchell. I I am uh, I am the Jacob. Hi, hello, how are you? I'm Phil. And we are late. <laughs> um, you know, life kind of happens. Yeah, this episode was supposed to happen last weekend, and then it was supposed to happen this weekend. Now it's happening now because like shit's been Tuesday. whack, Tuesday. dude. Yeah. Was it um okay? No, so that is Imelda Brazkov, but that is like 120% not what she looks like as described in the book. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trying to think and of the then... meme. What is it? Double cheeked up on a Tuesday night <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that that's okay. I, I actually okay, I actually don't vibe with that. So uh the topic of tonight's episode. Well, I say tonight because we're recording. The Spanish tonight. Inquisition the topic of this episode is going to be the Order of Azir, aka the Witch Hunters. Mainly, and... we're focusing on witch hunters. Well, we say witch hunters, but like, which it's yeah. also going to be vampire hunters because they do everything. both. Um, but Listen. no. So, as part of my research for this, I ended up reading uh, the Cursed City, which honestly, I really enjoyed that book. That was a really good book, but. Um, I'm now looking at the models for the Curse City board game, and like only one of the characters, Imelda Brazkov, uh, from the book, made it onto the tabletop game, and she does not look like how she should, because she's covered in like uh sigils of the t of the twin tailed comet. She kind of doesn't vibe with Sigmar. <laughs> that sounds oh, like she, that sounds like heresy like, to yeah. me griffhound head on her yeah yeah no so that's the thing is that imelda brazkov is supposed to be so first of all she's not a witch hunter or vampire hunter or period she is not a member of the order of azir she is a noble from shaish she worships nagash because she is from shaish still sounds like heresy to me this does and really does sound like heresy to me she ends up teaming up with a uh, a vampire hunter whose name I'm totally going to blank on right now. I really shouldn't know this. Uh, but she ends up teaming up with a vampire hunter. And together, they're trying to kill the vampire who has taken over uh, Ulfenkarn. Which is Cursed City? Yeah, the, that is the titular Cursed City. Uh, specifically, they're attempting to kill Radukar the Wolf. So Radukar the Wolf is a monstrously powerful vampire, and he belongs to the <clears throat> bloodline of vampires that can turn people into. Oh, sorry, God. Oh, my Something gosh. Like fighting me today. 
but no, he belongs to the line of uh, vampires that can still get that can still turn people into vargeists. Uh, oh shit! Okay. Oh oh shit! Uh, yeah, so like I, there's at the climax of the book, he turns some he uh, turns someone into a vargeist, and they have to fight him, and it's really good. But no, Radukar the Wolf is an absolutely monstrous and diabolical vampire. He's taken the city of Ulfenkarn and turned it into an absolute fucking basically is that slaughter the shed for humans. Dynasty. The what? No, I Avangori, right? No. Curse mutations, Avangori. Maybe. Yeah, I I do think no, it's. I don't think a... it's Avangori. I can't I can't remember though. Okay, so the issue is that I didn't read this. I listened to it on audiobook. So like, if I heard it, I would recognize it. But just reading it, I'm probably not going to recognize it. And I don't think it was Avangori. Let me let me pull up. Uh, my notes that I totally have that isn't the internet. <laughs> no, it's it's Vicros. It's Vicros Dynasty. That sounds right. That sounds yeah. right. Well, um, all all of that, all of that aside, let's go ahead and get through a couple of announcements and things like that before we jump into it, because there's gonna be um plenty of time for all of that. Uh, first of all, yes. um, just want to give a shout out to the Patreon. You guys are fucking awesome, and we are also gonna shout out a couple new members. I think we have two Mitchell, two new, two two new members. Uh, we have um, Big Boy Tim. Eight. Big boy Tim, big then, boy. Uh, we actually met him out at uh, LVO. He was really cool. That cool yeah, super, super cool guy. Yeah. And then Not Chunk. Chunk. We 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 haven't met Chunk. We met Big Boy Tim. It's just Chunk. Yes, that's that's all. Okay, it says. so it, that name that name is now Lord Chungus for me. Okay, Lord Chunk, Lord Chungus. Um. Also, kind of going through the whole entire thing. So currently. Um, we may sound a little, little different. Um, this is also weird on our end because um, this is our first official episode. That's not a bonus episode that we're not even seeing each other. Like, I can turn on my webcam. That's was that. Would that make y'all feel more comfortable? We are currently no. speaking through the interwebs. Ooh, Ooh yeah. technology. Um. Yeah, oh man, is... Mitchell, no, no, turn off. I don't want to see your fucking ugly ass face. To get that oh, shit God, off. Damn. Get that okay. shit off. <laughs> no, I'm lying. Come back. I love you. <laughs> okay. So um, yeah, but yeah, we're doing we're we're on Discord right now, and just because we are officially going as correct me if I'm wrong, we're gonna be going back to the twice a month schedule. And to make it a little easier on us so we still can have like some semblance of a life, we're gonna be doing one face to face and then one over Discord a month. So that's yeah. going to mean we can still, you know, be face to face and do all that good shenanigans. But we could also have more guests and things like that on because Discord makes that a little easier. We've gotten the mic situation figured out because I had a POS mic that was like screeching at people. So like that's been fixed. Yeah. And, um, yeah. No. So hopefully this will let us expand a little bit, talk with some more cool people and um, start having some more guests and things like that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Stepping stones. Yes, very, very, very important. Stones. Okay, um, other than that, um, Order of Azir, Philip, would you like to continue your tangent? Maybe. I just the, realized I should probably the silence. mute my phone. What the fuck is blowing up my phone at the moment? Well, well We're just going to turn that on silent. All right, cool. So, uh, Vampire Hunter. Man, I am... Okay, no, sorry. But, I'm trying to remember this fucking vampire hunter's name and i cannot find it well, okay okay how about that how about this well oh my god this is while, frustrating while, while phil tries to find find some shit let's go let's go over 
a really brief description of kind of what the Order of Azir is and when it was founded. So, um, to everyone who makes no one expects the Spanish Inquisition jokes, or anyone who has ever done or read about the Inquisition from 40k, it's kind of that. The Order of a Azir... Lot, a lot more tame. Yeah, like, on, no, honest, not near as bad. Like, um, Inquisition, like, you look at them wrong, and, like, exterminatus the planet. My book... The dwarves were beating the crap out of um oh goddamn what her name Del the oh my god who the hell spells okay. a name like that so while Mitchell unfucks his Doralia? shit <laughs> Doralia 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 Vendence that's how I'm gonna pronounce that at the moment I'm sure someone in our server is going fire. to read us for saying it wrong yeah um yeah no it's so. Oh, they are a much more Tolerant. relatable in human form of the actual Inquisition in 40k. They're um, still not great, but they're not near as bad. Well, it really depends why they like enter the service. Um, there is a very wide range that you can become a witch hunter. Some people do it just to gain power. Other people do it because they want to make a difference. Other people do it because their parents um, actually, you know, force them into it. Like um, Deloria Vendenst and Galen Vendenst. Galen Vendenst being the father who forced her daughter to go into the, the service. Um... Sounds so, like some grade A parenting right there. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually a really big point in Hollowed Ground with those two is like how the father completely regrets the idea of actually like getting his daughter to join the service. Um, well, it's one yeah, of his, I can. I can. One imagine. of his biggest regrets. And like when he tells his daughter that like his daughter's having like a like this is the only life I've ever known since I was nine and I had to kill my mom that got turned into a vampire. Like. I mean, like, I get it, because realistically, if you're a witch hunter or a vampire hunter, like, chances of you living to a ripe old age are slim, because you're fighting chaos, you're fighting vampires, you're basically dealing with any enemy of Sigmar, and, like, that, that shit can get really, really whack really, really quick, so you're not exactly... The chance of you living a good, long life are slim. Oh. The chance of you dying in glorious battle are high, but also, like, you know, you still gotta die. Yeah, um, I think it, in the book of Hollowed Ground, the witch hunters go off a philosophy of it doesn't matter about surviving or the odds of survival. It's about the duty of doing it. Like if I if I have to die to get it done, I'm at least going to get it done. Like that's very yeah. much the mentality. Like they, whatever, they, whatever they give takes. they give their life to the order of Azir, and that's the only life that they will probably ever know. Um, because once you really become a witch hunter, there is no way to, well, there is, you can retire or get kicked out because there are cases of witch hunters actually being kicked out. Um, like kicked that, out, be hold on, like, like kicked out because they've gone too far, like they had some 40k equipment energy and they killed too many people or like kicked out because they're just not so good enough or. There is a, um, it really depends on the situation. I know there is a witch hunter that was a spy for Neferata. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure of the entire background of that, but he got kicked out of the Order of Azir, but now he just continues to hunt vampires. Like, it's really weird to be a spy for Neferata, who's, you know, the mother of all vampires, um, and sit there and 
go and be like, I'm going to go kill some vampires now. Well, I'm sure Neferata doesn't like all of her Are kids. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I, there's, I feel like a fair amount of the kids that like she didn't even really care about. Yeah, exactly. Um, but a real, real quick, just just for a quick tidbit before we continue, um, to all those who don't know already, so the Order of Azir was um, founded in the uh, Age of Chaos, actually, whenever Sigmar um, shut the gates to Azir because, like, shit was super fucking whack. That's when he founded the Order of Azir, and he was like, yeah, your job right now is to is to clear out all taints of chaos and death, also known as Nagash, vampires and whatnot. Get that the fuck out of my realm and keep that shit out so I can do my work unabated and not in, and, and, you know, that's y'all's clearly, job is to keep the realm. Orcs. Hang on, I'm going to mute myself real quick. I'll be back in a few seconds. You're good. Okay. But yeah, you need to keep the realm pure and clean while I do my glorious work, which was, you know, Stormcast Eternals. And the cool thing is that whenever he made made this order, the Order of Azir, he was very much like, you answer to me and to me alone. There is no higher authority than the Order of Azir besides Sigmar himself. Like, to that point, they could even fuck with like Stormcast Eternals, kind of, if they felt the need. But they can very much walk up in a free city, go to the leader and be like, we have reason to believe that you're a chaos worshiper or a follower of death, and they could just kidnap him, kill him, fucking do whatever, and no one can say anything. Yeah. They are the it's supreme authority. What they do is for like the actual good of the realm. Um, it's not just sitting there going like willy nilly, um, of just like, hey, look at that, uh, you are a vampire, um, like with no evidence. I'm just gonna pop you in the head or burn you at the stake. Like, a lot of people who are like, because there are many cases of um, false witch hunters, um, that will go into a town out on the boondocks of just going like, eh, I right. don't ex ever expect right. a witch I hunter. I fucking got his name. Okay, share. Gustav Voss. I'm Holy Jesus, it should not be that fucking hard to find the name of one goddamn vampire hunter. Yeah, no, I had to go I had to go to my audible Oh shit, I didn't mean to close that. Oh well. You know I, what? I, I went kind of... I had to go to my audible library and go restart the book because I knew they said his name in the first like five minutes of the first chapter. And I was like, I'm fucking tired of this shit. You know what? It kind of makes sense. I went to the though. Black Library website, and the Black Library website. I was like, okay, cool. Surely they'll have his name in the synopsis, and they're just like a witch hunter from uh, Carlinia. And I'm like, is that really? Okay, really. Can we, can we go on a completely different tangent about how, um, like, as we go on in this podcast, it becomes increasingly more difficult to find information. Yeah, no, this is gonna. Well, be hold on. I have a whole thing. I have a. I have a whole fucking thing on that though, because like, like I was saying, it, it, it kind of makes sense that yeah. information is hard to find on the Order of Azir because the Black Library writers for you know 40k and you know the writers for um Age of Sigmar and whatnot, they've always tried to reflect the 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 setting that they write in, and that's why 40k books can be really fucking whack sometimes because in the 40k setting, it's really, really hard to get accurate, timely information because of warp storms and distance and bureaucracy yeah, and things like that. And so I kind of feel like since the Order of Azir is kind of like Sigmar's CIA, it kind of makes sense that there's not a whole bunch of willy-nilly info out there because it realistically, like, you don't want to, you don't want someone to know where all your shit is and could possibly fuck it up. So, like, while it is an absolute bitch, and trust me, it was a bitch, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, also, that's kind of one of the reasons why we started this podcast is make the information more easily available. But oh my gosh, I was not expecting nobody actually going and like you would have to go through a whole lot of like different forms and actually just read the books as well. Because a lot of the information I'm getting from the Order of Vizier just from hollowed ground and just the simple conversations that they're having. Because there's an instance going back to the whole terror, like Witch Hunter and now on the boondocks where it is a person who just wanted to hold power dressed up as a witch hunter. People out there never seen a witch hunter in the world. And they they just goes, yeah, I'm a witch hunter. Um, that person, um, that person is a vampire. So we're going to, and these people died. So we're going to just, you know, burn them at the stake. Not knowing actually how to get rid of a vampire because there's, there is a specific, specific way you have to kill a vampire. Yes. And the order of Azir is very, very protective of their secrets. Yeah. yeah. No, there, there is definitely a, there, they have cultivated a very thick wall of mystery around their order which you know it does make sense and and and, and it's very much a thing where you pick up information about the order of azir not because you're directly reading about it but through the side conversations and like the books you read and the battle tomes you read and the and, and the core books and whatnot and they never really outright talk about things for the order of azir but it's always the side stuff and if you pay attention you can learn a lot but it's very spread out too. Like you have to read a lot. Like all of the Gotrick books basically have shit about the Order of Azir because of Malin with Witchblade, because she yeah. worked for the Order of Azir. And so you know, yeah. I, the other I, big I, things to note is that a lot of times people see witch hunters and the Order of Azir as synonymous. If you go and look up Order of Azir and witch hunters, you'll find basically the exact same information. What n almost nobody actually talks about is the fact that technically. Vampire hunters are also Order of Azir, but there is like no fucking information on vampire hunters. So well, isn't it kind of like all vampire hunters are also witch hunters, but also all witch hunters are kind of vampire hunters, but they're also different, but they're not really different. Kind of, so it yeah. has to do with their training if we're ready to get into that. Um, well, I was going to probably go over because I isn't this episode specifically just witch hunters. I think it's just kind of more Order of Azir in yeah. general, just kind of like all facets. Okay, because there, there is a, because we were about to go over Vampire Hunters, because Ma, why am I forgetting her, the daughter of Cain and the, um. Oh, Malanith, Malanith Witchblade. Yes. Okay, I she, think it's Witchblade. I know her first name is Malanith, but I think she, it's Witchblade. She is a direct person that answers to the Order of Azir. Um, but she a spy nah, she's just like an agent um then you have in the hollow um dark harvest book there is the there's an on-running joke about the guy who actually there's a guy in there that goes i'm not a witch hunter i am a spy for the order of azir it's like an ongoing joke in that um yes there, you're right it's found that's witchblade there are a Thank lot you. of different aspects to the Order of Azir that we just do not have a whole lot of information on because it's just not provided. Well, yeah, and also like the, from from surface level, they kind of seem like they're all the same, but they're not really. But they keep that well guarded. Yeah. yeah um. And so, like the most information we really do have is really just witch hunters and side bar of vampire hunter, which is a witch hunter that's just a little more specialized in killing a vampire. I, I do yeah. have a quick a quick question though. Um, I, I I forget like so like the the zealots or like the flagellants or uh, th I think they're just called the devoted. 
Um, they're, they're like flagellants. Are are they like technically part of the Order of Azir, or are they just like ah yes we have we believe in Sigmar and we're like his and, and we spread his word and like the Order of Azir just kind of like piggybacks with them because they're like kind of usable pawns for their shenanigans. Um, I will definitely say it's probably more of like they just use them as pawns. Um, those zealots are probably part of the cult of Sigmar, if that's really still a thing. But not still. not necessarily yeah, the it, actual it, the order. Cult of Sigmar should be an actual thing. Yeah. 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 They're called the devoted of Sigmar. Yeah. Um, and they're so technically technically witch hunters are also devoted of sigmar they're just devoted of sigmar uh, who are you know intelligent <laughs> not, not gonna throw themselves dick first into a minotaur because you know praise sigmar <laughs> yeah okay um so we shall we go into the entire process of um witch hunter slash vampire hunter yes let's do it okay so uh i don't know why took the lead there i don't know what to say here <laughs> okay uh well let's go ahead I, i'm gonna start off like uh oh my this, God. it's so weird not seeing each other isn't it uh, yeah a little bit a little uh, bit dude there's so many there's so many little like cues and ticks that we get from each other where we're all like look at someone and it's like okay cool that person's going next and yeah. we can't do that here okay mitchell turn on your turn on your turn on your face cam it's starting to fuck with me i keep looking <laughs> left for you fuckers and i can't see you and i'm like oh, i don't like it face again look oh, at me yeah. it's Delicious. halfway covered up by a bike mm. like I'm, I'm i'm not looking at you that's I, no. I, I do not like your visage i enjoy that's, this much more <laughs> that's some that's some good shit yeah let me take off my glasses here we go oh uh. <laughs> um oh so, my how lewd how does somebody become part of the how does somebody become a witch hunter or a vampire hunter okay uh well first let's talk a little bit about their history Okay. Um, so the Order of Azir was founded after Sigmar closed uh, closed off the gates of Azir. We've actually already so, gone over this. This this oh, very this very particular part. I talk. I, whenever you were muted, I was talking about how when, when they were founded and why they were founded. Bitches. Okay. <laughs> Get wet. Sons of bitches. Okay. So going going back to actually how they become part of the yeah. Order okay. Azir. Uh, yeah. Uh, Witch hunter. Accidental um, stolen thunder. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> like 10 minutes earlier um <laughs> well i was gone for all of like 30 seconds i didn't think you'd no, cover the it the literal second you dipped i was like well while phil's doing his shit let's kind of go over like how they came to be and yada 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 and then like right as i finished you hop back in yeah it's okay, actually yeah. perfectly timed um nice. so i believe there's a few ways to become part of like a witch hunter i'm just going to use witch hunter from now on because yeah, it's, an, it's is synonymous for both yeah. until we like specifically talk about vampire hunters witch hunter is more or less synonymous oh so. and, and, and actually r- r- just real quick um this or agent of his agent of the order of azir yeah we'll go with witch hunter just just like with the skaven thing how like there's so much more to skaven lore and we like we're gonna go do more episodes on it that's very much gonna be a thing to do with, with the order of azir because like the information's so spread out and they kind of have their their fingers in so many pies and there's so many different things they do we're probably gonna revisit witch hunters to go a little more in depth but because information is so scattered right now we're, we're definitely just gonna give kind of like 
brief overview of kind of really, what they it's, are and how they do. It's all the information we could find at the moment. It's not even like the brief. It's just what we, we 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 all we all we all have a couple books to read. We're gonna have to read a lot more. But this this just, this is gonna give you a really just a, a decent idea of who they are, what they do, and kind of like the power they wield and and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, it's not very difficult to become a witch hunter. Um, number one. You can get your parent to induct you and train that's a you. Because that's a good idea. That's Step a great one, idea. Leave in Sigmar. Step two, really hate chaos. Um, Step three, second really one, hate chaos. Become, become Step friends. four, be willing to die. You'll shut up. <laughs> Step um, five, annoy Mitchell. Hey, guys, this is an Age of Sigmar podcast. We are talking about Age of Sigmar. Shut up. Titans. <laughs> um you can sit there and find a witch hunter because throughout the entire hollowed ground book it is literally talking about like hey one person is like a captain of the guard and um excelsis goes like hey i would like to become a witch hunter and like galen just goes yeah you have what it takes you're a good person i i truly believe that i would not curse you to this fate no you're not going to do this you're just too good of a person though so um <laughs> well you're telling me all the witch hunters are like oh man you could do it fucking don't but you can but like yeah you, pretty you, much you should but you shouldn't this sucks ass yeah yeah pretty much um or i guess you can do a formal application become a witch hunter i i think it's way easier to just become friends with one and it just show someone who's already in the order yeah. you have a willingness to die for sigmar essentially yeah um also i believe another witch hunter can train a witch hunt a, a um a inductee through the entire process I'm not even sure if like there's a full school for witch hunters. There probably is because it is the order of Azir. There yeah, is probably there is a complete posted. school. Yeah. But one thing that they kind of imply about the order of Azir is that while they are fairly loose, so the order of Azir is very similar in both structure and uh, execution to the inquisitors of 40k. They only answer to Sigmar exclusively and like Theoretically, they also answer to Stormcast Eternals because they're kind of the will of Sigmar. But uh, in Curse City, what they talked about was he talked about the training he's received and the equipment he's been given uh, by the Order. And so I would imagine that – and the equipment he gets is not just like, oh, yeah, this is like really nicely crafted kit. No, he's like this, – this particular vampire hunter has kit that I'll go into later that you need an organization to be able to supply you with. Yeah. Um, so there, there's multiple ways in order to just to get to the point where you need to be. Um, now what those people carry, Philip, I'm going to take that as the beautiful segue that you can start that. War gear. War gear. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, witch hunters in general are going to carry, uh, basically what marks a winch, witch hunter, their version of an inquisitorial rosette is they're going to carry tokens and a super dope hat items a super <laughs> dope hat not always but yes quite a, they do favor that that particular like pilgrim style hat but no uh they'll carry some kind of sigil of sigmar they're going to carry some kind of um mark or like for instance some people on their hat their buckle will be a buckle that's shaped like a twin tail comet uh, others will carry a uh, a 
pendant around their neck in the shape of Sigmar's hammer, Galmaraz, things like that. These are things, and they're going to display these proudly. This is very prominent to them. This marks who they are and what they believe in. And every witch hunter or agent of the Order of Azir, whatever they are, they're going to uh, wear this proudly. With the exception of like spies and things like that, obviously. But yeah. that's that's really the big thing is if you see a guy walking around covered in uh uh fuck what do you call them I just said it but like hammers and twin tail oh, things Ch like that sigils. And sigils. And sigils, yeah yeah it's a pretty safe bet that this person's going to be a witch hunter you know now um, that I, now that I think about it like just real quick I'm pretty sure the reason why all the witch hunters wear those dope ass hats is just because so, they're big and they can hide another gun underneath it. <laughs> That would surprise me to be perfectly oh, frank. They're, they're never not strapped. They also all wear robes of some sort. Yeah, well, I think that's more just like what's in style as opposed to an actual. Well, like, no, because in um, Hollowed Ground, it specifically states the person who was impersonating being a actual in witch hunter was wearing the actual garb, the robe that a witch hunter typically wears that easily can fool somebody. Like, he looks the part, huh. but he's playing the part badly. Okay, so, oh. it's, so it's inferring that getting that particular garb isn't the easiest, and he either killed a witch hunter or found it off a dead witch hunter. Or yeah. had oh. someone make it for him who yes. knew what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so that's, again, what I read was a vampire hunter and they didn't go so much into like ex the exact details. They went into his kit because like his kit was very much relevant to the book, but it didn't go into so much uh, like his style and his flair, so to speak. Yeah. But uh, witch hunters, generally speaking, they're going to be heavily armed and armored, uh, whether this be just uh, kind of good mail or leather. Uh, like heavy leather cloaks and things like that, but they plate are very mail much works going as to... well. Huh? Plate mail works as well. Yeah, plate mail. You'll see a lot of people wearing uh, pieces of plate, but the point is, is that they're they these are not going to look like monks or things like that. These are going to look like people who are ready to throw hands with literally very, anyone at any time. They're very distinctive. My exactly. boy Galen over here has a beautiful cod piece. Exactly. Like, I'm look at looking that. at that photo. I'm looking at that photo right now. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. 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 Put your glasses back on. I can't. Just... Why? <laughs> Why? You're too Mitchell. You're revealing too much of yourself. Oh yeah, that's oh, god. <laughs> yeah, look at that cod piece. So mm. glorious. Mm. Anyway, the point is, is that uh, oh, colors red. Usually they wear a lot of red. Red is a very common color amongst uh, witch hunters. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really what it is. is I'd be willing to bet that the their clothing has a very specific color pattern, color palette to it, like how um, in uh, in Rome, like there was a very particular shade of purple, and that was royal purple, and only the emperor and the emperor's family and bodyguards could wear that shade of purple. Oh. So, complete different tangent. Um, at A and M, there are people who wear maroon maroon blazers or maroon sport coats. Yeah, they are part of a specific organization that pretty much I forget. They yeah, they're, kind of... they're basically there for like to like show people around, right? Yeah, like their much. whole their whole shtick is basically like you can stop them at any time and ask them questions. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of remember that. It's really funny, too, because I actually, my grandfather gave me a blazer that's very similar. It's it's technically plaid, but it's a very fine plaid. And so at a distance, it looks exactly like these things, yeah. exactly like these blazers. And so I've been tempted to go onto campus and just wear it around a couple of days. And then people come up to me, they're like, oh, hey, can I ask you? And I tell them to fuck off because fuck A&M. But no. Um, oh, man. Oof. Bro, like. It, I I have very specific feelings about Texas A&M University, but we're, we're, let's not get I'll into that. Light in the matter, but we can fight later. <laughs> <laughs> the duel shall commence at sundown. Um, Jacob, but, yeah. I'm going to need you to leave. Mom and Dad have to have a quick fight. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll be in my room. Um, uh, but no, so that's, that's kind of their style uh, and their clothing. But when it comes to their weapons, again, it's gonna change from person to person depending on what they're good with uh some some uh some witch hunters prefer like straight swords like two-handed bastard so bastard swords and things like that others prefer more cavalry sabers not because they're on horseback that's just what they prefer they got some again, once you become once you become a witch hunter what you actually bring with you is kind of left up to you but one piece of uh or one special thing about every weapon that they have is that every rapier sword saber everything that they carry with them is blessed so whether that be just like a, a blessing that is set over it by a priest or in some cases the entire sword is crafted from uh, blessed silver is that for yeah. like anti-vampire anti-chaos or both I'd yes. say both. Yeah, it's, yeah. Both. it's, it's it, like almost a it's, it's it's blessings of Sigmar. It's going to be anathema to anything that doesn't worship Sigmar. And also, even if you do worship Sigmar, three foot of seat of steel in your gut is gonna fuck you up. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, they use pistols as well. Um, yeah, they're probably they're have blessed the, bullets. Yeah, they're and one of the few facts, groups outside yes. of the Dawi that use fire cast gun. That cast gun can yeah. you know. Yeah. And ju and just every... because they have the ability to use guns, it doesn't mean they're not going to use cross bolts as well, because they are yeah. two different tools that can accomplish two different things. Again, it all has to do with what the hunter themselves prefer. So some people get very baroque, very well crafted, but ultimately just like flintlock pistols. Some of them use like heavy caliber, large bore uh almost like um horse pistols and things like that pistols that are basically like yeah this is a pistol but also this is designed to be used from horseback and it's basically got the firepower of a rifle yeah gotcha. um, and then other ones will use things like crossbows because the cool thing about a crossbow is that a crossbow not only can you have the tip blessed with silver you can also have the shaft made from oxy and firewood that will in fact kill a vampire and it doesn't particularly matter where you hit them so actually a really important thing about crossbows is that at the same time you can um this is what Dorelia Vendence did um she actually put went to hish and she made the bolts herself the um the heads of the bolts herself and had them inscribed with runes um and when it when they hit a vampire it literally sucks like all the strength and like burns them from the inside because hish being like so it's burning yep. them with light from the inside. 
So basically, it, yeah. it's just a, it's a very versatile weapon they could use to super fuck vampires or chaos exactly. or whatever. Exactly. And, yes. and with the thing with crossbows is that you can very easily mark out which arrows are which, so you can swap between your various different ammunition depending on what you're facing at the drop of a hat. Whereas with pistols, um, the vampire hunter uh, Voss that was a character in the book I read, he only ever carried two kinds of ammunition. He carried standard lead balls and he carried blessed um some he it didn't really go into detail just mentioned it at one line because he had access to these things but like he ended up losing a bunch of his kid at one point because he had to abandon his hideout and so he was stuck with just normal lead balls but the thing about it is that he had one of those high caliber or uh, large caliber pistols. So he uses it and he shoots Radicar in the chest with it. And Radicar like goes ass over tits because there's so much power behind the shot. Like you may not be able to die, but you're not inertia proof, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like he dumps this shot into Radicar and Radicar goes flat on his ass and is like, oh, fuck my chest. And he had like actually this is one of the most powerful vampires in existence. And he has to take it a second and go, oh, fuck, what was that? Yeah. High velocity projectile, motherfucker. Well, not necessarily high velocity, but definitely big. I just so I'm, I'm thinking about the weapons and whatnot, and the one thought I can't get out of my head is like when it comes to crossbows, doing all the dumb shit with the the wood and the, the metal and whatnot is like, ah, yes, you're very much going to be getting the tip and the shaft. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so another important thing to note is that going into crossbows again. Uh, and th this is where really it starts to show that this is more than just a, a loose collection of people who are like, oh, yeah, we worship Sigmar. We only answer to and shows that they are a organized and. Um, oh, shit, what's the word? They're organized and they are supported by an overarching uh, design. Because. Vampire hunters, every vampire hunter is issued a stake of Alchian firewood. And what that is, is it's a very specific kind of wood that holds within it the fires of Akshi. And literally, it's like, oh, hey, vamp hey, Mr. Vampire. So, like, I realize you're immortal and, like, normally stabbing you wouldn't do fuck all to you. But also, like, yeah, bitch. And then they're basically set on fire from the inside out. All I'm saying is burn on holy fire, bitch. Yeet. Exactly. Yeah, if you if you look at the picture I posted of Galen Vendensed, um, he has three of those stakes on him. So he, so those, he yeah. actually no, those are just normal stakes. Normal because stakes. Actually, yeah, actually, in firewood has it's so potent that it has to be contained in a sealed um, bone reliquary. Okay, like so they, they actually stakes, have to be specially transported. These stakes, um, the way that he killed vampires in the book was actually like ripping out like breaking ribs out of the chest and then slowly inserting the stake into the heart, like the non-beating heart. Only that man's mustache is fire. This this man, a force to be reckoned with. Oh, I'm saying yeah, no, he's like, not fuck with the vendensts. Yeah. That mustache, he, he, he now, now that the model's out, that mustache, that receding hairline, he has Lionel Johnson energy. <laughs> Honestly, yes. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, oh, another important thing to note is uh, this has to do with their war gear. Every, I, I don't know about uh, witch hunters, but I know every vampire hunter, and I would imagine witch hunters too, is given a singular vial of an elixir that is distilled from uh, draconid blood. 
Oh. oh. Can you explain what that does? Horrible thing. Basically. Oh, no. The the vampire hunter consumes it and basically becomes a Stormcast Eternal for like a couple hours. Increase oh. strength. Increase strength. Increase perception. Uh, dulling of pain. Dulling of... Um, oh, what do you call it? But basically, it makes uh, it makes them more alive. It makes them stronger, faster. Not necessarily smarter, but they can think faster. And it just makes them more perceptive. And they can ignore almost all forms of pain. And it also strengthens their will against fear and things like that. It, oh, that's what it is. It makes them immune to like fear and things like that. Um, I just and it's fucking handy. I, we just, need to, We really well, there, need there's to a reason why there's only they're only ever issued one of these. And the reason I'm assuming is you it, die after. Yeah, you, you basically become a stormcast for like a couple hours and then you promptly die like eight hours later, four to eight hours later. I'm assuming it's just like the body can't take that. So once you once it's out, the body's just like, cool, we're like fucking wrecked. So like, yeah, perish. yeah, yeah, no, it you you literally imbibe the strength of a dragon and you become draconic for a short period of time. And then your body's like, oh, man, that was rough. Uh, pardon me as all of our organs shut down. So that's very much either a last resort thing or I, I have to kill you and I have to do this to kill you and I'm going to die. But at least your ass going to be dead. Yeah. So Voss actually spoilers ahead, by the way, uh, Voss actually did this in his battle against uh, Radokar and Radokar still like wiped the wiped the floor with him. That's how monstrously powerful Radokar is. Yeah. Oh, boy. Did, did they end up defeating Radokar or Radokar? Fuck no. No, he still he still has his model. Yeah, yeah. No, there's okay. a reason Boss does not have a model, and Amelia does. Uh, Amelia is he dead? And... <laughs> yeah, Boss fucking dies. Uh, what's his name? Radicar like rips his head off. Fucking oh, no, no, no. He doesn't rip his head off. He crushes all of his limbs, drags him over to Amelia, and then snaps his neck in front of Amelia while gloating over the fact that uh, his last effort was in vain. And Amelia, oh no, no, and then the savage, the uh, the wizard that they're with, who's a who's an amethyst wizard, uh, channels the power of, channels the literal power of corn, uh, to possess a bunch to possess a un an undead uh ogre to possess an undead ogre. The undead ogre turns on Radicar, tries to kill him, and then in the confusion, the wizard and the um and Amelia escape. I feel like channeling chaos energy would like not be good for his body. It helps that they were standing in the middle of the chaos shrine. That would do it. So yeah, yeah. he didn't really have to do very much. He was just kind of like, hey, demons, you want a host? And they were like, fuck yeah, we do. And he was like, cool, I'll make it easy for you to come over. Don't fuck with me. And they were like, him. all right. This wizard sitting in a fucking chaos shrine. Well, when in Rome, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when basically. in Rome, possess dead people. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's the other thing that kind of annoyed me about the chaos, the Curse City box set. That wizard isn't in it. <laughs> and I was like, but okay, why, though? He is lived. The, is the Curse City box set supposed to be a direct representation of the book, or is it more just the setting? I think it's supposed to be a continuation. So they just fucked it up. Well, not really. Yeah, I mean, I, um, the thing about but, this wizard is that he kind of did his own thing. He he was working with Amelia just because he thought that uh, she could help him achieve his goals. But 
they really didn't vibe with each other. So I'm not actually surprised she's that it's he's not in the box set. Yeah, no, I believe yeah, the book is actually a staff, prequel though. to the board game. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry, what was that, Mitchell? The book is a prequel to the board game. Gotcha. That that that, that would make sense. Well, um, and, and actually something that I want to talk about really quick is uh something that I really, really enjoy about the Witch Hunters in the Order of Azir kind of in general is also like the intelligence they use when it comes to doing tasks that are important but not necessarily important for them. Because um something that the Witch Hunters will do is uh they they, they also find lost realm gates. Um, you know, Sigmar will send out Stormcast to close down realm gates that are infested by chaos so they can't, like, spew out demons, or if you, like, walk through them, you don't end up in fucking Nurgle's realm or something horrible like that. Yeah. But there's still plenty of realm gates that are just lost, so whenever the possible location of realm gates are revealed, the Order of Sigmar, they don't go themselves, but what they will do is that they'll hire adventurers and whatnot, and they'll be like, here, this is the location, I want you to go do this. And once they've established there actually is a realm gate there and whatnot, then they'll start sending out things to go, like, reactivate it and protect it and things like that. But they know, like, it's not fighting chaos, it's not killing vampires, but it's also important so that we have our hand in that little bit to make sure that we can reclaim those. But they don't, like, go themselves until, you know, like, it's been confirmed. So it's kind of like doing multiple things and whatnot and i just i just found that to be be kind of cool you know that's pretty cool yeah okay yeah i sorry i was drinking some aqua dude hydro homie it up yeah um but yeah that's that that book sounds that sounds really cool i I have to give that one a read i was going through city curse city's a really good book it's the first like three quarters of it is kind of like crime mystery almost because the backdrop is that uh so Voss is there hunting down another witch hunter who's gone missing so Voss is a vampire hunter he's operating in Shaish because you know vampires there be vampires yeah exactly and he hears about a, a witch hunter that's gone missing so he's in Ulfric to try and hunt down this other witch hunter to offer assistance. And he just so happens to run into uh, Amelia Braskov. And Amelia Braskov is the last surviving human of the Braskov household who were the ruling family of Ulfric. And she's been on crusade for the past like 10 years, comes back home and discovers that every single one of her family members is either dead or turned by... Uh, 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 fucking Radicar. Yeah, I thought that Amelia was a vampire as well. No, she is the last remaining non-vampire of her uh, household. So does that mean that the book just ends in like utter failure for the protagonist? Is just like the dude dies and they have to fuck off because the vampire's gonna murder them all? Yeah. Rip. Yeah. Um. Oh, but by the way, at the end of the book, Amelia ends up be- ends up sharing a cell with the witch hunter that the, the uh, Voss was looking for. Oh. Ha, ha. Yeah. Oof. I mean, like, yay, yeah, but oof. A funny thing. Um. What is his name? I believe in you. Just um. I'm, I'm actually pretty sure that the that the witch hunter you see in the cursed city box is the witch hunter that they were hunting for. I think his name's the one in the box is Jelson Darok, and I'm pretty sure that's the one they were looking for. Yeah. Yeah, part of the Order of Azir. Yeah. Why why was he in the cell? Why was he locked up? Uh 
So in, this has nothing to do with the witch hunters. I'm just curious. In Shaiish, in general, worship of Sigmar is outlawed because gotcha. you know Nagash. So no, yeah, that, that, that tracks. And like, what did we say about the Order of Azir? They're going to brandish their faith openly and um, brazenly. Yeah, so he 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 was. So he basically shows up and is like, "Hey, by the way, I love Sigmar." And uh, Radikar is like, "Cool, fucking rot in a cell." Put the thing back where it came from, or so help me. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um. All right. And something else that's um pretty neat is uh obviously. When the when the Age of Chaos ended and the Age of Sigmar began and the Stormcast came forth and started you know fucking shit up, um the uh, the Order of Azir actually spread their spread pretty far because they're basically they basically have presence in all free cities and they actually have a couple pretty large conclaves that aren't specifically in Azir itself because like, the one that uh, the one that I came on that's I think is pretty well known is is I think it's one that, that's in Drust which is a which is in Shimon it's a pretty big one. And um, it's just cool because, like, e- even if you don't know it, they're very much like they're 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 in all the realms, damn near. Any realm that has free cities, they're gonna be there. You just might not always see them, but they're definitely there. So they they're. I think that could lead to some, lead to some cool potential books on the line. Is just like the witch hunters and what interacting in realms that might not have seen them very much. Like, I'd love to see witch hunters in Hish. That might not make any sense, but I'd love to see how that interaction would go. If we saw. Yeah. Uh, witch hunters in Hish, they would probably be hunting Skaven. Most which I'm likely, yeah. 120% okay with. Either that, or they're there to learn. They're there seeking knowledge would be the other big one. Yeah, I yeah. believe Hish is a fairly safe place other than, you know, constant sunburn. <laughs> or, you know, an angry Nagash trying to fuck your shit. Yeah. yeah just stay in the center, you'll be fine. <laughs> stay, um, stay in the center, it'll, be, it'll all be okay. Yeah. If, you, if, you go, if you go too far, you might literally fall off the edge, Archon, or Arcan. That's happened to him, right? He got pitched off the edge of Hish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Supposedly. Was it Altharion who did that? No, 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 no. It wasn't Hish. It was of of Shaiish. He got pitched off the edge of Shaiish? Yes, what? because it specifically remember that story about how a lot of the elves that were chasing him died because yeah, they of died because they the couldn't handle magic. the light. It was Hish. Uh, I thought it couldn't be they, he, they couldn't handle the death magic. I'm pretty sure it was Hish because it was the light yeah, of no. Hish that was like burning them. Yeah, because only them. um oh oh shit, what's his name? The big bad elf who was chasing him. Tyrion. Yeah, Altharion. I, I think it was. He was Altharion. I think it was Altharion because he's made of light and he fucking yeah. bitch slapped. Yeah, and and I think that was the thing is that even Altharion was like, oh fuck, I should not be here very long. That yeah, no, I'm 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 pretty sure that's what happened um, but point point being is i would i would you know i would also love to see I, I don't think this would ever happen because we there's not a whole lot of representation for it in age of sigmar currently but i would love to see like witch hunters and olgu like dealing with shadow shadow demons and shadow elves and yada yada like that'd be pretty fucking cool yeah i think that'd be that'd be really really neat um but yeah and and uh, there, there are ranks if i remember correctly there are ranks for Witch hunters as well. It's, it's not just like witch hunter and I, then like guild master because they have like it, a, like provost generals and proctor generals and shit like that. And that one I think kind of depends on exactly how ordered you are. Because <clears throat> like again, a vampire hunter who fucks off to Shaiish 
is probably just going to kind of answer to themselves and their close friends and allies. And that's really about it. Whereas in, you know, a free city that's very supportive of the order, you might see actual like schools that tr that with classes where it's like, all right, sit down and learn. Today, we're going to talk about how best to stab someone when they're a vampire. Yeah. So I think Bye. it's really going to depend on like the concentration of witch hunters and uh, the support for the Order of Azir in the in the local province. Right. There actually has to be like a large enough presence to warrant they're not they're being like ranks and shit. Yeah, I, I do know a lot of the order will fuck off for like weeks, months, years and not be heard of because they're off doing their own thing. Like Malineth for one, she she fucked off with Gotrick and she just kind of like sent letters periodically back to her um, conclave. And like that was basically it. Mm hmm. So that 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 does make the sense. Um, do we have anything else? No, I do. Surprisingly, this we thought was going to be a super short episode. We've been going at this for an hour now, and it's been nonstop information. I think well, yeah. that's good. But I, you know, this this yeah. is this little short compared to our normal episodes. But I think that's really about it. Um, we we might put. I'm probably going to endeavor to put a reading list, either, either attach it to this episode or put it in Discord about like books and short stories that you can read that involve the order if you want to read more into it we're definitely going to have to read more into it we're almost certainly going to revisit this um so to anyone who wanted to hear certain things about witch hunters and didn't get to hear that don't at us <laughs> yeah um so but yeah what? like it's it's really cool lots of cool lore really interesting people and they and they have hella drip definitely oh yeah oh yeah but one, um yeah uh, one, one important thing to note about the order of azir is they you don't just find them in Azir or in the free cities. Because, for instance, like I said, Boss, the vampire hunter that I was talking about, he's from Crestinia. Do you all know where Crestinia is? That's in Shaish, isn't it? Yeah, do you know who rules over Crestinia? Probably Manfred von Karstein, because Karstinia. Yeah. Yeah. Karstinia is the hold of Manfred von Karstein, the Mortark of he Night. Was... <laughs> and there have been multiple members of the Order of Azir who have come from Karstinia. There's a bunch yeah. of kids. Um, they're like, man, fuck vampires. The yeah, Vendents come from Gur. They they specifically originate from Excelsius. Yeah. Or Excelsius. Excelsius? So yeah, no. basically the, the yeah. whole point is that vampire hunters can come from anywhere. Uh, there's multiple ways to join the Order of Azir. And they have mad drip. They have mad drip. They and have the maddest their weapons, they, they will always be knowledgeable in what they're hunting, and their weapons will always be tailor-made to be able to kill that. Listen, if you have to pull one thing from this episode about weapons is they get the tip and the shaft. That's all that, that's all <laughs> that I'm saying. <laughs> Bro, stop. Um, no, one, one really cool thing about the, the, the sword that Voss used, though, was that if I remember correctly from the description of the book, his, his sword was not made entirely of blessed silver. It was actually only only the core of it was blessed silver. So like uh and what I mean by that is only along the cutting edge was it actually silver. The outer casing was steel. Hmm. Huh. Was, the, there, was well, there a reason for that? I mean I mean steel is stronger than silver. silver. Yeah it's stronger than silver and like it's blessed silver. It's gonna be hard to get your hands on. 
That's yeah. fair. So it makes sense that if he's from Karstenia, where I can bet, I would be willing to bet dollars to donuts that uh, Blessed Silver is outlawed. Yeah, fucking extinct in that area. <laughs> yeah. So, but because of its presence in the blade, uh, it made the entire blade blessed. I could also see Witch Hunters potentially having like the whole Witcher vibe where it's like one sword for killing for killing mortals, one sword for killing monsters. So that's that's actually what uh Vendensed Galen. Uh that's actually exactly what he does. Is he carries one a one-handed sword that's just steel. Like and it's a, a good sword. And but a then he carries sword. a two-handed silver great sword. How did I not know this? Entirely silver. I'm the one that read that book. You can see it on his back. I mean to be fair, I, I learned that because I was reading up which I was reading up witch hunters because again, my whole thing was vampire hunters. So I know a lot about vampire hunters now. That's really cool. I know like nothing about witch hunters. It's roughly um, the same thing. Well, no, fucking Van Dance in the picture that Mitchell showed. He has three swords. He yeah, he's 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 that one on his hip is not a sword. That's technically a <sighs> rapier. Or no, 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 no. It's a uh, no. Stop. It's um, uh, shit, Mitchell. It's it's the dueling dagger. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's uh, actually I you can't really see how thick it is. Um, so theoretically, yes, that could be an arming sword, which is just a it's basically a short sword, but it looks more like a parrying dagger. dagger. Yeah, parrying parrying dagger. dagger. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I, especially with how the hilt is curved up to catch blades. Yeah, that makes that. that yeah, makes it looks sense. it looks more like a classic parrying dagger. Honestly, it could also be just a really oversized. Uh, oh no 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 no! What's smaller than a rapier? Epe. It could be an epe. This is um. These are dueling daggers. Yeah, so it could be a it's dueling almost dagger. Almost certainly a dueling dagger. Parrying dagger, yeah. Yeah, parrying dagger. Or, Elm yeah. sword would know. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, the other thing it could be, since that's not really a good angle on it, is it could be an epe. Uh, which is. That. E P E E. That's three E's in total with a P after the first one. Definitely. Uh, which Epes are that's I doubt it. That's more of a Renaissance weapon. Um, um yeah, it's also like literally the sword that they use for fencing. Well, no, not entirely. There's multiple different kinds of fencing. Um so yeah, the issue is that what you're gonna find are foils for fencing. Uh, but classically, an epe was basically just a small rapier. Okay, so I have to put epe dagger in order to no, get or or put put classic epe. I'm um, noticing right now, like kind of going back to what we were talking about with the the kit and like the armor that um witch hunters and vampire hunters use. Um, what, what's the father's name again? The father daughter du duo. Galen. Uh, yeah, Galen. Galen's the father, right? Yes. Yeah. And what's the daughter's name? Oh, uh, some uppity little shit. Okay, cool. Well, so like Galen, Doralia, Doralia, Doralia. So Galen very much has like kind of like the centerpiece plate with like you know it's, it's covering like up to his neck and he had in 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 whatnot. And he has like some armored um greaves on his feet pauldrons. and whatnot, pauldrons okay. and shit. But his daughter Doralia is like one hundred percent kitted out in like full fucking plate. Well, like her, her leg her is like is. her. Well, her leg is completely covered. In no, that's that, not. That's leather. that's leather tights with metal it, spikes in them. Why is it so yep. fucking shiny? Black leather. Black leather. Looks fucking silver. 
It does. Yeah, it's yeah. No, it's weird. I'd be willing to bet that's that's not just like, oh, yeah, this is like cowhide. No, I'd be willing to bet that's some kind of really special leather. But yeah, no, those are 120 percent leather tights. <laughs> that is hell. That is hella shiny. But no, okay, now, I, now that you said it, I can actually see it. For a second, yeah. I was like, damn, she is like fully fucking kitted out in plate. Like, good Lord. Actually, that woman came to pull that woman came to play. Like, I, fuck. Think, I think those are chaps. Those might be. I think those are chaps. Look how they um, drape over the foot. Yeah. And then look at um, you see this, the thing that I called spikes running al along the back of her leg. Those might yeah. be uh, buckles like buckle yeah. tags. Those might be chaps. I want to make that would happen. actually make a lot of sense is like heavy leather chaps instead oh. of plate. So it would make running easier and make her a little stealthier. That would make a lot of sense. I want to make an assless chaps joke, but all chaps are assless. So just gonna let yes, lie. they are. Oh, my God. OK, no. Uh, so my coworker uh, brought his own chaps in to work and like chainsaw chaps. And his actually uh, buckle around the cuff of his leg. And I, or, uh, and I was like, holy shit, that's bougie as hell. Where can I get that? <laughs> Philip over here about to be getting some spicy chaps. Dude, okay, but like comf comfy chaps. That shit makes a difference. Like when you're sweating your ass off for eight hours straight. No, that's fair. Comfy chaps make a difference. Right. No, that, Yeah, that, I'm looking that, at her fair. model. They look like chaps. Yeah, that would not surprise me. Oh, by the way, um, fun fact, her crossbow that she has there was her mother's, and that's the crossbow that she used to kill her mother that got turned into a vampire. Dude, oh, really? fucking, fucking oof. Metal. Straight metal. Yeah. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Oh, that's terrifying. What? Just that fucking bolt that's, that, that's, that's running down the fucking crossbow. Like, fuck. Oh yeah, no, that crossbow is that's not a normal S crossbow. That is no, a that thing, big that crossbow. thing fucking hurts. That is 120% a heavy crossbow. What makes it really interesting though is that if you look along the side of it, it looks like the charging mechanism for the handle is that it the thing that looks almost like a bolt yeah. to a I'd be willing to bet that that is some form of crank mechanism and they just crank it real quick. Yeah, but it looks like it slides back and forth just inside of that small little uh, area right there, which means that uh, there's some kind of uh, gearbox inside of there that allows her to get a lot of movement out of those small cranks. And that's really impressive because for a woman to be able to handle a crossbow that truly massive and powerful as, it, as I'm sure this crossbow is, is, yeah, they would need mechanical assistance because even... Uh, uh, first during of all, the era, age of crossbows, men like back in the medieval era, men would have to use on heavy crossbows. They'd have to use cranks, and even then, those cranks were incredibly difficult and cumbersome to use. Also, note that her arm, those um, crossbow arms, they're metal. They're not wood. Yeah, I saw that. I clocked that, and that's yeah. I'm yeah, assuming, some, lady, assuming this lady right here strong. I'm, I'm assuming them being metal would add a lot of power to that fucking bolt. It would also make it incredibly hard to... Uh, break? No, no, no. No, it'd actually be fairly easy to break. Because whenever you have something under that much tension, any kind of jostling or uh, rattling 
in the wrong direction could potentially cause the arms to snap apart on themselves. The reinforce that uh, front section where the arrow, where the bolt sticks out, not arrow bolt, where it sticks out, that's probably almost solid metal in order to be able to handle the amount of uh, the amount of torque and tension that that is placed under. Yeah. Which means that crossbow is incredibly heavy up front, which is why it's uh, it. I'd be willing to bet that that wood is also some kind of specialty wood. Or maybe also, enchanted or something we, like we, that. We could also be fair. This is Games Workshop, and it has been known before that they really do not know how weapons work. Yeah, that's that's also incredibly fair. Well, also, like if we, if we were just being like literal with this, um, I feel like that crossbow is a little big compared to like modern crossbows. Not Correct. really. That that would be that'd be comparable to like a, a heavy crossbow that you would see used more defensively. So it's it's not entirely realistic that she'd be carrying this around with her every day, but it's also not unrealistic that a crossbow of that size would exist. That's not yeah. a would just traditionally that's a mini ballista. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's what they would have been used for, is they would have been traditionally kept more in um it would be a wall keeps? defense. Maybe yeah, they would have been kept in keeps. Like mounted on walls. Not mounted on walls, but they would have they wouldn't have traveled far from walls. They would have been used defensively. It's pretty cool though. They look really good. Like just yeah, yeah. they look really good. Um I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um but once okay. again, we're once again apologize about the episode being late. Just life and shit happened and like it is what it is. We're sorry. Um, so, you know, that, please don't hurt us. <laughs> I think at this point, y'all can infer where we live. Please don't hurt us. <laughs> um, but, um, oh, I actually have a bit of a question I, w- I, w- I want, I'm, I'm interested in y'all's opinions on. What do you, what do y'all's opinion on the possibility of there ever being an actual Order of Azir faction on tabletop? So... I do not think the possibility is there. I would like to see them as un- unaligned in the order faction or the order kind, kind grand of like alliance the, of order. Yeah, kind of like the Inquisition in 40k. Yeah, uh, they have yeah. a handful of models, but they're not big enough to be an actual faction. Yeah, because yeah, it was stated that the Vendents actually worked with um, the Seraphon during the Siege of Excelsis, which is actually a, a completely other episode that I would l- entirely love to do is just the Siege of Excelsis. Excelsius. Excelsis. <laughs> you don't think okay. that they could, they, they could possibly do like a merger of like the Cult of Sigmar and the Order of Azir where like the troop choice would be like fl- would be devoted to just like flagellants and shit and have the name characters be the Witch Hunters. I think and, that would like be that. an extension of Cities of Sigmar. Okay, no, I'd be cool. I think that'd be super neat actually, yeah. yeah. So real quick, I'm still looking at epes uh, and things like that and fencing. I found this really funny thing about fencing. So the three major kinds of fencing that are popular right now are foil, epe, and saber. Fo- uh, I found this really funny little um, fencing meme, I guess. I'm kind of going down the rabbit hole here. But it says, foil, aim for the heart. Epe, aim for the heart. Saber, off with their heads. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah yeah <laughs> also have you ever seen like historic uh saber fencing not not like modern fencing but actual like saber like sword fighting that that shit is wild and it looks dope as fuck because it's a whole bunch of like cross cuts there's not much lunging and stabbing it's it's a lot of like cross cuts and things like that and it just looks dope okay um 
Yeah. Any any other important announcement things or any nah. tangents we want to go on? Nah. Philip needs to go to bed. That's fair. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll um we'll see y'all in two weeks. So hopefully not this weekend, but next weekend, because we're once again we're trying to get back on the two weekend schedule. Might be a little weird at first, but we're gonna be trying. And um yeah. Uh, it's not set in stone, but it's a it's a goal of ours. We are actively attempting to get back to two a month, not two a but two a month. So like, yeah, that it may be a little rocky at first because we're trying something new, but we are actively trying to get back to that. So, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and um, we'll see you beautiful people, um, in two weeks hopefully. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Oh, bye. Peace out. Bye. Will it actually stop? We're not Craig. Gone. We're not Craig, gone yet. Do your job. Craig, Craig won't let us go. Craig. It's like the Rosetta Stone. Oh, of I did the recording. wrong command. There we go.